Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I think most people would agree that today we live in a very materialistic world where the aim of society is to gain as much wealth as possible because they think that this is the way to success. So success is defined by how many college degrees you have or how much property you own or how much money you have and so on. And in short, the more dunya you have, the more of this world that you have, therefore people think that is how successful you are. And this shows that this is a really narrow-minded and heedless approach because it's as if only the rich, the powerful and famous are successful while everyone else is not. And in fact, that is just a form of discrimination. Allah, in his glorious book, revealed a different formula for success. It's contained in one of the shortest surahs or chapters in the Qur'an and it's a chapter that most Muslims have memorised and frequently recite in their prayers. But the great tragedy is that the meaning that this surah should have in our lives has been lost. This surah, this chapter, is Surah Asr, the chapter entitled The Declining Day, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, By time, indeed, humanity is in loss except for those who have believed and done righteous deeds and advise each other to the truth and advise each other to patience. This surah, which is the 103rd chapter of the Qur'an, it's one of the shortest chapters, but it's also amongst the most comprehensive. The surah, or chapter before it, is surah at-takathur, which translates as the chapter of greed for more and more. And the surah after it, the chapter after it, is Surah Al-Humaza, which translates as the gossip manga. You know, one of the miracles, one of the many miracles of the Qur'an, is the sequence of chapters. Although they were revealed at various times and places, every surah, every chapter has a connection to the chapter before it and the chapter after it. It's almost, it feels like they were actually all revealed together. And subhanAllah, this kind of consistency can never be found in human speech. So the chapters before and after Surah Asr mention that the human being has been deluded by their search for wealth. Money has given them a false sense of security of being successful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God the Most High, mentions in the last verse of Surah At-Takathur, the one before Surah Asr, that then on that day you shall be asked about the blessings you enjoyed. And straight away, Surah Asr, the one that comes after, starts with the greatest blessing that we as human beings, regardless of our age, gender, colour, ethnicity, religion, it's the greatest blessing that we all as human beings enjoy. And that is time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by time, which shows a few things. First of all, that time has a very lofty status in the sight of Allah and that Allah is asking us to contemplate on the passage of time and that time that we waste will never come back. Time is a witness to many human beings being in a state of loss and in concordance with the last verse of Surah at it shows that by time people become distracted by the dunya, by this life and forget their real purpose in life. Then, as we move into the second verse of Surah Asr, we find another correlation between the previous surah and this one. The central theme 
of the previous surah was at-takathur, which essentially means the following, that people have the desire to have more, that people compete with others to get more, and that people utilize inappropriate means to win others over, and that people take pride in what they have. So essentially, it's gaining in this life. That is what is meant by takathur. And by contrast, the central theme of Surah Asr is loss or khusr. So khusr is an Arabic word that essentially means losing everything. So subhanAllah, amazingly, Allah shows us in a subtle but yet very powerful way that seeking the dunya, seeking this life, is one of the main causes of loss. And if you reflect on this verse, it seems to be referring directly to this day and age, which again is another miracle of the Qur'an. The truth is that human beings are losers and are on the path to destruction, actually self-destruction. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ar-Rahman, ar-Rahim. He is the most merciful. And as a sign of his mercy, he revealed the secret to success in the final ayah, the final verse of Surah Asr. This last verse essentially shows the minimum that we need to do to attain the pleasure of Allah, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, So this verse also removes the doubts in the minds of many Muslims that just believing is enough because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, indeed the ones who believe and do good deeds. Because you know, even shaitan, even the Satan, he believes in Allah, he believes in God. So how could we think that by just believing that that is enough? The four criteria for going to paradise by earning Allah's mercy are the following. Number one, belief. So believing in Allah, believing in his books, his prophets, his messengers, his angels, the day of judgment and the divine decree. So as we know it, the six articles of faith. This belief should be based upon sure knowledge. So we need to strive to attain that necessary knowledge, that necessary religious knowledge. Number two, righteous deeds. Your belief demands that you have knowledge and knowledge demands that you take action. So we should accompany our belief with righteous, with good deeds done purely for the sake of Allah. So your prayers, your fasting, inshallah, your hajj and all the other obligatory acts of worship should be done purely and only for the sake of Allah and in the way that was demonstrated by the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. But it's also important to remember and to mention that every good deed that Allah loves and is pleased with is also considered an act of worship and so therefore is rewardable inshallah. But the obligatory deeds are the minimum. Number three, calling others to the truth. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and the use of the word and to advise in that verse shows the element of continuity. In other words, to be continuous in those efforts of calling others to the truth. And that means that's regardless of whether your words are accepted or not. But you know what? The topic of da'wah and nasiha, the you know advising people, is a very big topic. Inshallah, we'll cover that another time. 
Number four, to know that the straight path is not an easy path. There will be difficulties which can cause some people to leave the path. So this is where the sabr comes in. This is where the patience comes in. And we should be patient in calling to other people, asking them to be patient and ourselves. We need to be patient and persevere through troubles. So patience in obeying Allah, patience in not disobeying him and persevering through calamities over which we essentially have no control. This surah is a conclusion to the message in the four preceding chapters which show the reality of the Day of Judgment and they show the sorry state of the human beings. And the conclusion is that human beings are in loss except for those who follow the prescription, who follow that clear guidance given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Asr, in chapter 103. The irony of the surah is that this is the chapter, this is the surah that we often read when we're just a bit too busy, when we just need to get our prayers out of the way and, you know, do more important things. We're reciting that time is passing and that we, mankind, are in loss and we're just, we're also demonstrating that as well. So I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us barakah, to grant us blessings in reciting and pondering upon the Qur'an. And we ask Allah to make us among those for whom the Qur'an will intercede on the Day of Judgment. Ameen. So with that, I'll finish. And if anything in this brief reminder was of benefit to anybody, then it is purely from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Glory and praise be to you, O Allah. I bear witness that there is no one worthy of worship except you. I beg of you your forgiveness and repent to you. Amen.